We have all tried the New Year's resolution thing. You know, eat healthier, get more exercise, read more, spend more time with friends and family, yada, yada, yada. New Year's resolutions is really just a joke seeking a punchline. Heck, today is January 3rd, and most of you have already broken your promises. In today's episode, we'll explore the idea of setting New Year's business resolutions versus creating small business action plans. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with a cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Hey, Phil, how are you doing this fine 3rd of January? January, wait, it's December, and we pre-record our program. We're still doing that, right? They don't know that. You, I thought you said for 2020 you were going to stop saying the obvious. Oops. <clears throat> Hi, Ed. I'm doing great this fine 3rd of January. Thanks for asking. How about you? I'm doing good. you do anything fun for New Year's? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I'll answer that. Let me think about that a little longer, shall I? <laughs> Well, we'll cover that in like episode 20, right? Perfect. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) Uh, Good holiday season here. Everything is doing great. I tell you, I feel good. I'm performing in a Christmas show, and this is just my favorite time of year. It's the most wonderful time. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Do it. Of the year. (laughs) Well, that's a good segue into guess Uh, what we have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's true. We pre-record all of our episodes, but knowing when this one is going to publish, I am going to go out on a limb by suggesting most of you have already broken your New Year's resolutions. Phil? Should all acquaintance, I'm sorry, I, I'm really out of control right today. Okay, in our house, we don't really do resolutions. Uh, we do revelations with the occasional revolution. Um, but it's, it's an effort to not do what you've already stated. Make a resolution and then, you know, not follow through with it. I've never personally really adhered to the whole New Year's uh, resolution thing in general. But I guess if I was being completely honest, one resolution has already been broken. That is, I resolved to play you in backgammon the first few days of the new years in in, in this new year. And I'll have to check that box at a later time Um, if you're still up to it. Pretty good at backgammon. I will not. You you will not beat me. Really? You will not beat me. Wow, that sounds like a challenge. We should do that on the podcast. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's a made for radio moment. I think that would be so boring (laughs) that you would just hear crickets. Like that, you know, um, you're right. Resolutions, uh, New Year's resolutions, they're they're really something negative to me. I I don't do them. I've never done resolutions because I don't want to set the tone right at the very beginning of the year that I'm not going to do something. I want to set forth 
that I'm going to do it and accomplish it. I heard a speaker, I wish I could remember his name. Uh, he, instead of business cards, he used to give out um, cans. His business card was a can. And it was success comes in cans, not cannots. Oh, and I like that. I, I, you know, I always thought that that was kind of my New Year's resolution. I can do this. I can make this happen. I will. Uh, can I just say that it's really funny you say that because um, I'm going to be in the process of creating a, a shirt company just with little sayings and things like that. One of my sayings is drop the T. Drop the T from a can't to a can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's these little reminders sometimes that we need, and they have to be short and sweet, and they have to resonate and sink in. So anyway. Well, you know, and for business people, I mean, the whole purpose for this podcast is to kind of help people realize you're not alone, number one, and you can do this. Um, you know, I don't have a PhD in this, but I run a successful business. You don't have a PhD in nope. this, but you run a successful business. Yep. So th- this is just a matter of preparing for the plan correctly. Now, the planning part is something that we do in our house, okay? And we, like I said, we don't call it a resolution. We call it a, rev- uh, a revelation. Um, one year we took a fairly long test. I remember on New Year's Day, I'm trying to watch football and we're, doing this test, but it resulted in what each of us treasured the most in life. And that was really interesting. And then actually revealing, right? Revelation. Uh, Two of mine were family and fun, which shouldn't surprise anybody, but you know, it is, it is okay to kind of come back to center and, and have a new starting point. Right. But when you're resolving to make a big change, that's when you get into trouble. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I have. That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I, you know, the idea that people have already broken their New Year's resolution, you, you got to ask the question, am I a prophet? No. I like to read, and I've lived through more than 50 New Year's celebrations. So I have a little bit of perspective on this. However, because I'm the data guy that I am, I sought some backup, too. A study conducted by the University of Scranton concluded that only 8% of the people who set goals achieve their New Year's goals, while 80% fail to keep their New Year's resolutions. Phil, uh, are you going to set New Year's resolutions this year? Uh, Am I going to, or did I that right? Uh, Well, one of them is uh, stop stating the obvious remember That's right one right, of them? right we okay. talked about that at the beginning anyway no to both I, I i again don't do them um i do have personal goals but again i've been working on those for many months and will continue to work on those um can i share one that i'm kind of one of my goals of course becoming right i'm right, right. doing something innovation collective with the grade eight and you have a becoming statement i am becoming a leader that inspires people to do great things That is one thing. You know, I'm a president of a Rotary Club here in town, and that's a leadership role. It's a very formal leadership role, and where many times I feel like I lead naturally by example, um, this is a very formal way of doing it. So a lot of planning, things like that. So, But I I don't want to do all the work. I want to inspire people to be great leaders also because we're all leaders and uh, and then facilitating that facilitating that grade eight group things like that so yeah that's part of what I'm working on myself personally is just being 
a good leader that inspires people to do great things. Okay, so you made it clear you mm-hmm. don't do New Year's resolutions. Right. You, you, you do kind of set goals. But how about for your business? Have you ever thought about setting a New Year's resolution for your business? I have, um, in a sense. I Again, it's not the resolution. I think that's where we sometimes get into trouble by drawing a, a line in the sand. Um, I do have some rather hefty business goals, try to use my assistant more for some of my smaller social media packages, um, create automated revenue streams outside my current business. So just have different revenue streams. Um, thinking about maybe getting into podcasting. Yeah, I hear it might be a good market. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how you, that goes. You know anybody <laughs> that's got the gear to do that? <laughs> no, no, you'll have to help me with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the thing about the business is um, most small business people, they do their planning at the beginning and then they just go do their business yep. and, and they forget. Uh, and then the new year's resolution craze that right now is just plaguing the TV. Uh, it, it's just all commercialization. It's the idea is to set it such that you're just not good enough to do this alone. You need this tool. You need this widget. Marketers and, ruin everything. That's right. In our last episode, we talked about things veterans do to make their business successful. And one of those items was discipline. It would be easy to say, knuckle down and have some discipline when it comes to follow through of your business New Year's resolutions. But there are some things that are just too hard to change. Let me give you an example and bring back an old topic to boot. It has been 13 episodes since I mentioned Roxy the dog. Well, Roxy, my puppy. As of this publishing of the podcast, Roxy is 181 days old. I thought you were going to say she's 100% disciplined. (laughs) She's just shy of six months. My wife and I are pretty good at training dogs, and once again, we're working to teach our new pup the ways of life at the Bejaranas. Anyone who has ever trained a dog knows this next part to be true. You say it often enough in a predictable manner, and the dog will learn. That's right. There are other elements to go into that statement, but that is not the part I wanted for this analogy. Another way to say the same thing is, is you say something long enough and it becomes true. Absolutely true. Yep. Nobody keeps their new year's resolution, trying to muscle through and show discipline where 80% of the others have failed is silly. Don't call them new year's resolutions. I prefer a different approach. I prefer action plans. Phil, have you ever created a small business action plan? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? As a matter of fact, I do. I uh, created one 93 days ago. 93? 93 days ago. What do you know how 90, I know that? What happened 93 days ago? Well, 93. Well, so let's go ha- uh, talk about what happened three days ago. Okay. Okay. I got something in the mail. Yeah. It, it was something I wrote to myself. Did you really? Yeah. I'm actually showing this to Ed. Yeah. It, it's made it. for. It says, hey, Phil. How did your 90 day goals turn out? Ooh. Yeah, I actually did an action plan with a, a, an action coach. His name is Ted Schmidt. Um, one of the people in our uh, networking group it belongs to this uh, with this company. And uh, it, it was great. Uh, walked through this, the SWOT analysis, but we had the quarter four uh, 2019 planning uh, that included the SWOT analysis as well as, um, you know, 
our current situation, what we're trying to obtain is some of the, the key highlights of what we wanted to accomplish in the last quarter. You know, the last quarter is a tough quarter for a lot of people. It is. I, it, it just... Well, there's so much going on. There's so much going on, and it's really easy to get swept up into the holidays. And you and I both love the holidays, but business doesn't stop. Nope. And this is a really easy way to not only um, vault, well, get ahead of your competition, but vault ahead of your competition if you have your systems down and your priorities straight where you can still gain uh, advantage in terms of going ahead, but still enjoying the holiday season, right? Absolutely. So anyway, yes, I did do an action plan. Um, ask me if I did anything on those things. And I'm going I'm to lie and say, of course, I did all of them. Of course, absolutely. Did every- <laughs> you know, I, I have a super, super busy business. I really, I love what I do. I work from home. My wife and I run the business. I do the work. She does the book. But it's not really work, right? But it's not. I, it's, I mean, you do enjoy it. So one could even argue it's almost play. When it's organized. But here's the key. Yeah. And this is critical. Small business people more often than not just feel overwhelmed and especially around the holidays because there's yeah. so much going on. I want to do stuff with my family. In my case, I'm in a Christmas production. We have 13 shows. Yeah. And we just finished Hell Week. Where we open tonight. Um, you know, Hell Week is every single night. We're going from five until nine. I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm just perpetually tired right now. Did you do dress rehearsal last night then? We did. Yeah. We did dress rehearsal. I didn't get home until almost 10 o'clock last yeah. night. Yeah, and, and when you're up at four in the morning, that that's a early wake-up call. But I knew this was coming. I started planning for this Traditions of Christmas back in June. And so you're not actually planning for Traditions of Christmas. You're planning in your business, knowing you're going to have a smaller window of opportunity to get your business done. Exactly. Okay. And then to boot, uh, you know, I do a bunch of wholesale work for other strategic partners around the country. This was something that it's impossible to foresee. But all of a sudden, I've had a run on business. You know, I signed up. 10 new websites here in just the last couple of weeks. And these all wanted to be done in two or three days. Yeah, five, <laughs> five of them have to be done in December because oh, wow. they're losing their hosting. Well, I can do that. When I was asked outright by the strategic partner, can you do this? Honestly, she just kept calling every day. Can you do another one? Can you do another one? And when she reached the point where I knew I can't do one more, that has to go into January. I knew that, and I could say that with absolute confidence because I had created a small business action plan. Right. When I started my business, um, it was a little rocky at the beginning. My, my wife really didn't want to be self-employed. Uh, I did. I didn't want to work for somebody else. I, 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 I loved the idea of working from home. But she wanted me to be sure. So uh, she connected me with the Small Business Development Center there in Portland, Oregon. And a good gentleman there, I, he's, not, he's not employed there anymore, but uh, Tim Shea, he, he might actually be listening to this podcast. Tim, Hi, Tim. Tim was super instrumental. Uh, I took all of their classes. I wound up taking five classes through the Small Business Development Center. And Tim was a real advocate, kind of opened my eyes to the Small Business Action Plan. Now, keep in mind, when I started Zenith Exhibits, I created the business plan. 
I had a 50-some page business plan with market research, analysis of my strengths and weaknesses, opportunities and threats, and a detailed description of how each one can be used to my benefit, how I was going to make money, budgets, all of that stuff that honestly most small business people who are more technician uh, and less the manager, less the detail person, all of those things they're just afraid of. To them, that's, that's not stuff that even works. But when Tim turned me on to this small business action plan, it really sung for me. Because the difference between a business plan and an action plan is time. See, now I wrote that business plan actually seven years before I started Zenith Exhibits. And I wrote it while I was working at a corporation as the director of the trade show division. And I was looking to how to capitalize on the market. So I wrote that business plan. And when I realized the business owners of that corporation weren't going to adhere to the business plan, I left the company and started my own business. That business plan has never changed. That business plan to this day is exactly as it was when I wrote it 21 years ago. But I write action plans every year. We've already touched on the fact that I do a SWOT analysis this time. I've completed the SWOT analysis. Podcasting turned out to be the big addition. I've got an announcement that I'm going to be making to my clients here very soon. Uh, It'll be a topic on a future podcast for us, as a matter of fact, because there's there's a tremendous business edge that's going to be coming through here. But all of this came about because of an action plan. In business, I'm sure you all have business coaches, and they tell you to create a business plan. And some of you may have heard about the action plan, but I want to be clear at this point. A small business action plan is not a business plan. A business plan is, as it's designed to be, all-inclusive. It is something that is supposed to have the executive summary, the budget, the market analysis, the competitive analysis. It is supposed to have all of that stuff because usually you're going for investment money and they require a business plan. Yeah, but I mean, you should have a business plan anyway. Well, except depending upon your business, if you don't need funding, if you're not going to go out and ask anybody to fund your business, you don't need a business plan. If it's a small enough business, but it's still helpful. Well, it doesn't I, it, hurt because it keeps you kind of on the tracks, right? It, it does, except now the minutia of all of the details that go into the business plan. Whereas the action plan, very specific, very time focused, and allows you as the technician that you most likely are going into business to focus on what's actually going to propel your business forward. That doesn't mean that you don't over time develop the market analysis, but as a sole proprietor, you don't have access to the resources Mm. needed to complete a full business plan. Not even on the Google. Not even on the Google. The market research (laughs) alone is expensive. Plus Google is censoring a lot of stuff. I didn't say that. You didn't say that. You (laughs) censored yourself. That's a future podcast. Yeah. So the idea here is to understand that when we're talking about an action plan, these are action steps. Mm. It is called an action plan on purpose. It is the things we are going to do. We write them down. Honestly, it's a one-pager. 
Yeah, I mean, the, I, the stuff that I, I did, you know, 93 days ago, yep. it, it has action steps. It, it do this, yep. then do this, then That's do correct. this. Yep. There may be some justification why you're going to do this, but it's short, concise, to the point. It is meant to be put into play right now. If you're in the weeds and it's too thick, you will not do it. It just takes too much time and too much effort. And as small business owners, we already have things that take up time. We always have uh, also still have things that take all this effort. And so we don't need to add more of both of those. Well, and here's, here's a critical benefit to the action plan over the business plan. Business plan. When I wrote that 56 page, 57 page business plan, it took me two weeks solid of writing the document. And another three or four weeks worth of research. An action plan you can write in about 30 to 40 minutes. It, you're a small business. Mm, we yep. have the benefit of being nimble. The action that plan. Is, that is what we have that is, over bigger companies. That's, that's, they can outspend us in the marketing arena right. 10 to 1, 1,000 to 1. But we have the ability to turn on a dime. That's right. And we have to take advantage of that. But you can't just go willy-nilly into the no, dark. then it's knee-jerk reaction right and left. And there's the no measurement. Yep. We can only improve that which we measure. And the action plan is the measurement. So the idea here is not to get too formal about it. But, uh, you know, if you're going to create, let's say, a landscaping business, mm-hmm. you need to acquire your truck and your equipment and so forth. But that's not the action plan. That's the necessity of the business. The action plan is how are you going to secure customers? Right. You write down those steps and then you execute those steps. I had a a dear friend of mine. He, I was struggling trying to get out into the field to sell. I was overloaded doing the stuff, but um, Jeff, he, he, dear friend of mine, he said, you know, Sometimes we're putting too much effort in the aiming of our shot, if you will. He says, ordinarily, it's ready, aim, fire. He says, and that's the mistake. What we should do Ready, is, fire, aim. Exactly. Ready, <laughs> fire, aim. We can always adjust our shot the second go-round. So I'm going to wrap it up on this key point. Today's podcast is about action. And also, if we don't write it down, it does not exist. Just like as my wife and I are training that puppy, we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And we know that we're going to get the right results because we've documented it. And when something doesn't go right, we do so from a data-driven point of view. You got a quote of the day for us? Not yet, because I didn't write it down. Should I, should I wait for it? I will have it. But I wanted to say... As of next week. Oh, that's right. We got some changes coming yes, up. Yes, we do. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Next week, starting on Tuesday, we are going to actually publish our podcast, not Friday. That's right. We're changing the schedule. We're adding a bunch of new stuff coming to Business Buffet. We, I think we mentioned a few of them last week, but we have the side dish and ingredients. The side dish will be a little five, six minute um, little Nugget, a uh, direct how-to, uh, yeah. something specific, kind yep. of a searchable index, if you will. Super, super quick. And then we're going to have something called ingredients, which we, it'll be a, that is going to be like a how-to if 
you wanted to start a landscaping company. Exactly. We'll talk to a successful landscaper. We got specific business-driven questions. Yep. Uh, how did they do it? Why did they do it? Where's What were the challenges? What were the hurdles? Right. What did they what are the have to encounter that they didn't know? This is like the advice that every small business owner wishes they could have before they start a business. It's going to be a nice little case study. Looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, now I have a... Now you got the quote? Quote okay. of the day. An optimist stays up until midnight to see the new year in. You see what I'm doing here? Uh-huh, I see it. I see a it. pessimist stays up to make sure the old year leaves. Bill Vaughn. Until thank Tuesday. You. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.